What's up, Kyrie? We literally are created for like to be like social beings, like for human interaction. That's why this podcast is about bridging the gaps between the generations. That's important. Just like protect your peace because people's energies can just be a lot sometimes. and Denry in the mornings. <laughs> Maybe we'll get to that point. Have you not felt yourself lately overwhelmed with grief, overwhelmed by your failures, tired of being tired, feeling like giving up, or you're going to lose it? Well, you're not the only one. And on today's episode, Kyrie and I discuss what does it mean to be human, specifically dealing with mental health. Join us. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to KDG XYZ Radio. I'm so glad to have you guys with us. Welcome, welcome to, I want to say our first episode, but it's not. But this will be our first episode back um, with our season in full effect. Yep. Hello to my amazing co-host, Denry the Overcomer. How you doing? Yes, sir. What's up, Kyrie? What's up? What's up? We are back in the stew. I didn't know we, I didn't know we turned big time already. You said <laughs> our, our radio, our radio. We big time, baby, ladies you and gentlemen. Know, we are like big it. time. We are certified, grade A certified. We ra- oh, we on the radio now. <laughs> <laughs> According to Kyrie. <laughs> you know, that's how it feels. That's how it feels. So we're going to bring bring that same energy. Keep that same energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how Kyrie, what are we talking about for this, uh, as we start this season and we rock and we thank y'all for listening and promoting our uh, election, you know, test. We're testing it out, and we've yes, been in the studio episode. working. Kyrie's been working me like a like a Hebrew slave. No, you know, no, making no, sure no, I no. got. You see the graphics. You see the music. Everything. So you know, we just want to make sure everything is perfect for you all, so you right. can get the message, so we can bridge the gap between the two gener. All, well, not the two generations, all the generations, right? The three, the four, five, all, all that. Yeah, 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 yeah. All of you who are still out there alive, and those who are coming in the future. <laughs> so thanks. If you guys did check out our voting episode, and if you didn't, you should definitely go check that out because it's still relevant. And make sure you yeah. share the podcast, share the message, and definitely leave us feedback. So today. As we're back, like we never left, I want to talk about what's human and what it means to be human. Mm. Um, what's human to others may not be so human to to others. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But at the end of the day, I do feel like as the human race and as people, there are just like some some common ground that we should all just be on the same page about. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. um, at the end of the day. When we're not on the same page, we should still agree to disagree and have a, a common level of respect for each other, right? Just to yeah. be living in harmony. Because it may not be like that, right? But that would be ideal, right? Everybody working and living harmoniously um, in a perfect world, right? But with in light of everything going on in the news, on TV, and everything like that, uh, I could definitely say that um, first things first, the Olympics, the Olympics has definitely um, done some things to shock me this year um, on multiple yeah. occasions, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Yeah, yeah, it it um you know not just only the uh the wins, the goals, the uh you know shout out to my country Jamaica and all that for uh representing the track and field breaking records. Mm -hmm. Not only did um they add new sports, you know, we also had representatives from um I mean even you had transgender uh, in in the Olympics this year. Um and that's an you know uh, that's an interesting topic to talk about in the future, uh, but shout mm -hmm. outs to those who participated. But we had some. Uh, I will let you go ahead and word this properly, uh, Kyrie. We had some some <laughs> things that we want to talk about. We had some things that are basically now in the limelight that we want right, to talk right. about. And so starting with our girl, because we are still rooting for her, Shakira oh, yeah. Richardson. Okay. She came and caught us all by surprise and took the world by storm with her speed. Definitely being so young. Like, I literally remember uh, being in my room in the middle of the night looking at her YouTube videos because I wanted to see her race. I wanted to see what they were talking about. Yeah, yeah. And I was literally watching a video on YouTube. Like, her feet are barely touching the ground, if they are. Like, she was running on air, literally. Mm -hmm. Very, very fast. And I commend her for doing so looking flawless because, period. Like, why not? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, girl, homegirl's fast. Sure, yeah, fast, yeah, fast. And she was only twenty-one, a freshman at LSU, so she yeah. definitely was only only just beginning. She's still yeah, just yeah. beginning. She hasn't even got to her prime yet, you know. So um, I'm rooting for her, and it sucked that she kind of had that. We all had that uh, rug snatched from under our feet when it came out that she tested positive for marijuana in her system. Yeah. Um, I believe right before, right after, probably right before. Uh, one of her races yeah, yeah. that was um, finalizing her for the Olympics. And that definitely sucked, you know what I'm yeah. saying? But let's also note how she did lose her biological mother um, right around this time. I think a few few days, if not a week before, mm -hmm. um, this, this whole thing came out into the news. Yeah, And um, it was very emotional. You know, we saw the clips of her running in the sands to give her grandma a hug. And, you know, oh, they're like, oh, well, let's see. Will they still let her race? I know the hashtag was going around. Let Shakiri race. Yeah. And she was not able to. Yeah. And yeah, then yeah. just a few days later, if not in the same week, I remember seeing on my same timeline that was talking about Shakiri Richardson that there are other um, mm -hmm. Olympians and a soccer track. So I was going to say soccer track star, a soccer star. Yeah. Who um, there was actually a cannabis conference at the Olympics, and they were highlighting how they have cannabis in their training routines. Yeah, 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 yeah. That it's uh, the double standards there. That's the yeah. biggest oxymoron of twenty twenty one, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, well, and, yeah, and so you know, it's um. It, you, you. I just wanted to give some clarity here. You mentioned, you know, we'll go back to um, uh, Miss Richardson, yes. the future, the future. I'm gonna call her the future. You know what I'm saying? And everything is, everything happens on this timeline. Um, she ran her the the qualifying race for the Olympics, and she 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 made it. She made it, and that's mm -hmm. when she ran into the stand. And in the interview, she mentioned her. She had found out that her biological mother died the night before. Mm. You know what I'm saying? The night before. And wow. then fast forward like a week later, they find THC in her system, mm -hmm. right? Whether or not she did it, smoked it before or after, I'm not sure. But right. going with our topic in dealing with mental health, you know, dealing with mental health. And then now other athletes, like you say, uh, mentioned, came out supporting and said, hey, you know, mm -hmm. um, you know, um, we, you know, Megan, you know, Megan is one of them who came out and said, hey, you know, um, we use it. I use it, you know. So there's that double standards, you know, that's once again. And yeah, what star came out and said that? Uh, Megan. Uh, I don't Megan know. Italian? I don't say her last name. I don't want to mess it up. <laughs> Megan Italian? That Megan? It's not Megan Italian. Oh, okay, <laughs> Megan okay. is Rap Rapion. I think oh, that's okay, how you okay, say it. She is the uh, U.S. soccer uh, uh, superstar, you know, saying, and uh, she she's the one who uh, mentioned that she used it and other athletes yeah. use it. And not so to they, mention the other athlete who had, um, they found steroids in her system and she yes. was suspended for two, two weeks. weeks. Two and weeks. that was actually a performance enhancing drug. Now, two. of course, people may have their own opinions or beliefs or views on 
THC, you know, giving them some kind of edge, as we spoke yeah. about before. Yeah. But I still think that's a crack of malarkey, period. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, you can take something that's um, prescription over the counter to ease your nerves as well. You know, and she was in a state where that's legal. So in her, yeah, in her predicament, in her situation, that kind of was her over the counter. You know, it might not have been over counter in the store, but you know, yeah. over somebody's counter. Um, yeah. I and I say all that to say, um, I also you can't judge somebody with what they're going through and how they handle grief at the same time. You know, it did yeah. suck that she was receiving so much attention and that she was going into the limelight with her um, stardom and everything like that. But at the end yeah. of the day, and as her tweet said, and I commend her even more for that, she's human. Yeah, not perfect, and she's going to make mistakes, and that's exactly what that tweet said. Yeah. And yeah. I'm, I'm so glad that Nike didn't um, take away her sponsorship or anything no. like that, and that she's still thriving. And um, yeah, I, I'm yeah. just that was just a situation. I think it was a big spit in the face, in our yeah. face, like as people of color and her and people who supported her to say, okay, we're not going to let you race because we found it in your system, but we will have a conference talking about the good things about cannabis. <laughs> so, so you know, once again, it's the the hypocrisy of the of our country and of our world, you know. Um, and whether it's a black or white thing, we're not even going to dive into that today because we right. want to focus on mental health, especially in our communities. You know, blacks, Hispanic, West Indian, um, you name it, minority communities, and handling it. And you know, um, whether she was dealing with a mental health issue and she was taking the cannabis for to deal with that the grieving or so we we're not sure but right. we know in our culture in our communities a lot of our young people and older people too let's not get it right that's why we're doing the generational gap mm -hmm. you know uh participating cannabis use or some people use uh prescription drugs and then some people use the uh, non-prescriptional street pharmacy drugs mm -hmm. to mm -hmm. deal with things like depression anxiety um, schizophrenia, all this, you know, do whether it's mental health or mental illness. And so, and so our people deal with it. Some people drink themselves to, 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 to death, mm -hmm. sadly, mm -hmm. you know, because they just can't deal oh, with it. Mm -hmm. can't deal with it. Yeah. You know, when we see that, we saw another example talking about the Olympics, uh, Simone Biles, you know, right. Simone Biles, you know, phenomenal, the, the, the greatest of all time, you know, this is mm -hmm. say, tell her what it is. Right. You know, when and to my next point of yeah. dealing with those issues in your mind on a healthier scale, you know what I'm exactly. saying? Definitely considering that, you know, all biases aside, no matter how much I love her, yeah. you know, that, that was something that was going to jeopardize her, you know, stardom. So moving forward after making those mistakes, it's like, okay. And, and and speaking from someone who has, you know, had not the most healthy vices when I'm dealing with yeah. things. Um, definitely mentally and emotionally, okay, what do we do to make healthier decisions going forward? And that's why I definitely commend Simone Biles in this situation because she could have chose to do something um, that that's like, like maybe a temporary fix, you know, which what drugs are, it's a temporary fix or just a, um, a feel good for the moment. But she decided to drop out completely because of the things that she was dealing with and how it was affecting her, her mental health. And her situation is a little unfortunate to me as well. Because we wanted to see her win, just like Shakiri. We wanted to see her win, and, and it was snatched from her in a different light. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. there was nothing illegal or anything going on, but they just felt like, or or what it looked like is that they they felt like she was too good. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So, um, you know, she had created those moves, and me and my sister still are going over back and forth over the fact it was her by the move the by files. Is it five flips or six? Because it's the move. It's a move where there's something called a triple double, and I'm like, no, she does three flips. She does a set three flips twice, and my sister nuts says, no, she does three flips and then two flips, so it's five. And I'm like, no, it's six. Either way, the move is super cool. And so what they would do is, let me make sure I don't I don't say this incorrectly. They would give her um, high high points on difficulty, but low points on execution. Yeah, and I might have that mixed up. But either way, yeah. they weren't giving her the highest score that they could because they didn't, as they say, quote, they didn't want other gymnasts to be encouraged to go out there and try their moves because they were so difficult and yeah. someone yeah. could potentially yeah. hurt themselves. Yeah. Another pack of malarkey. 
it just make tell what it is. She was making it, and and not she was intentionally making it. You know, she was going beyond the best. You know what I'm saying? Before it was Gabby and others, and she just when she, the the last at Rio, at, like at, there's at Rio, nothing yeah. else I can do. You know, at Rio, at Rio, she really just took the world by storm. Like, yo, who's this girl? And everybody was talking about Gabby, and then her, you know, another young black mm -hmm. lady. She's shorter too. And mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying, and then she just created this this technique, and her her moves were so difficult that mm -hmm. that like you said, they were like, man, we gotta try to see it any way we can cram her just to be normal mm -hmm. because she's so superior, mm -hmm. and we don't want we don't want it look bad for our other young ladies. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. That's not what it is. They didn't want it to look bad for the other young ladies. So whether it's the difficulty or the execution. Um, she was getting more uh not penalty I don't want to say the say the term right I'm not I'm not an expert in the gymnast arena talk to me about track now we could we could talk all day uh but she did not they did not want her to look so superior mm -hmm. over the uh, other gymnasts mm -hmm. but that was part of the pressure but because she was on top we all know and uh it there's a lot of pressure there. And mm -hmm. so she had her mental illnesses that she was dealing with, the pressure of being on top, post-COVID, everything, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. not having people in the stands like it's used to. They said the, the, the regiments were more difficult this time around mm -hmm. than normal Olympics mm -hmm. because of the COVID. They got to be mad. They, you know what I'm saying? All these things, it was, it was a lot of pressure on Shorty. Mm -hmm. And so Shorty came after she did a, a, in a trial. She did. She didn't complete her her turns properly. She walked over to her coach and her team and said, "Listen, you know, I rather that you all win, and if I stay in it, I'm I'm going to drag you all down, or mm -hmm. I'm going to hurt myself. Mm -hmm. And that that's a that's big. You yeah. talking about the biggest the biggest uh, uh, person on the platform? Like when I say big in statues and grant to say, mm -hmm. you know what, I rather step away and bow out mm -hmm. because. I'm not mentally here right now. Mm -hmm. And then another another uh, gymnast, a former gymnast rather, who was participated in the late '90s and early 2000s, she said she's glad that she did, mm -hmm. and she wished she did that because she was experiencing the same thing. Think about it. you up in the air, your mind ain't together, and she she did that, and she actually uh, broke her neck. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? So I she, can't even do one flip in the air, let alone five or six. Exactly. So, uh, and, if you, and if your mind is not into that, we're not talking about running here. We mm -hmm. just run on the, you know, on the even, Like if my mind is too cloudy, I won't even be able to drive. Like I have to stay where I'm at. You know what I'm saying? Until exactly. I can calm down, gain my equilibrium. It's so I can only spinning. imagine flipping yeah. in the air against gravity. Exactly. <laughs> but gravity, he's no exactly. joke. <laughs> Exactly. Know. So that's a lot of pressure. It is. And she said that she was doing this for her. You know what I'm saying? So if she's no longer gaining any benefit for herself, yeah. Um, then why 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 is she doing it? You know what I'm saying? She was no longer doing it. Like she was literally at the point where she's creating new moves. Like I'm just having fun with it at this point. And it's kind of <laughs> like that quote, uh, I'm when I'm not having fun with it, I'm done with it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think yeah, yeah. this is exactly what that goes back to. Yeah. And she has her own gym, like she could probably create her own little league of Olympics if she wanted to, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, yeah. for everybody or just for gymnasts. And so it, I definitely think she's probably at a place to where she could just watch and help other people win. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Like she's yeah. so decorated when she does that picture with all her gold medals yeah. on and she's just holding all of them. You can't even try to count all of them because yeah, there's yeah, so yeah. many stacked on top. Yeah. So um, just shout but out to her good. and kudos to her for being a big enough person to realize that, it requires me taking a step back. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. Because a lot of us probably wouldn't have had the balls to do that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah, that yeah. takes some courage because you know so many people are rooting for you. And a lot of us may have underlying selfish intentions and wanted that that acknowledgement, that recognition. Oh, I gotta be the best. So yeah. that's that's a big person. And the tennis player, Naomi Osaka, yeah, yeah. kind of yeah. went through a, had a similar story where she had to back out the competition as well. And I remember when I just read upon it briefly, um, the article was just saying she was just going to take time with family and friends so that she could, you know, just be truly happy. And that's that's big. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. Like the thing that got, you know, the, the hobby or craft that they have that brought them all this attention in the first place and was their sense of happiness 
brings you all this like chaos, you know what I'm saying? You do have to like just take a step back. And that applies to anything. Like whether you're an athlete, an artist, a musician, whatever your trade may be, you know what I'm saying? If you're no yeah. longer happy with it, you do have to take a step back and maybe, you know, refine those passions or just do it for yourself instead of the competition aspect, like whatever it may be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's it, it, I want to ask you as a young lady, Kyrie, even more so, I mean, let's just be honest, you know, men, men deal with their mental health issues, generally speaking, I'm speaking generally, some, you know, some of us, you know, I'm reading this book um, a while ago, it's called, it's for married couples, it's called um, Men Are Waffles, Women Are Spaghetti, and um, basically saying that, and I, I'll find the author's name and, and make, make sure I give him, the give. Uh, it's a couple actually, I give them the shout out, um, so I'll bring that back up and, and before we close out the show. It's just men compartmentalize things. You know, we compartmentalize things. Like uh, when we're going through things, um, especially in this case, dealing with a, a married couple, um, a man may go work or, you know, he's going having a bad day. He go work, work on his work on a car. He's in the garage fixing something in the doing some landscaping or, you know, just going golf or something because, Men compartmentalize, but then it's still it it has nothing to do with their regular function. So mm -hmm. everything is this is work, this is this is the house, mm -hmm. this is you know the chores, this is just my little free time, golf, yeah, whatever yeah. the case may be. Whereas ladies are more entangled, like spaghetti. Yeah. And this definitely may tap be tapping into another topic here, and we yeah. could probably open up another episode or segment on this. But um, just me, as I'm coming into my adulthood, and I want to be like the best that I can be. One thing that I know for a fact is emotional intelligence, yeah. and women women lack that for sure. You know what I'm saying? Like we have to get to a place to where we can become emotionally intelligent and keep our emotions in check and not act out of emotion. And just like naturally, you know, as growing up guys can disagree about something and then all right we we're going to go hoop afterwards whereas girls you know i'm still gonna be your friend but i still need to take some time and no i don't want to hang out with you afterwards you know what i'm saying or yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? i need i need my space or whatever the case may be. <laughs> but that's so, not necessarily saying anything is wrong with that you know what i'm saying right, that's the, the beauty right. of the book the beauty of the book even though it's like i said it's it's more for, for couples but it's just the nature of men and women mm -hmm. you know that we compliment we we compliment each other yeah, you know, if both of us were like waffles, you know, that'd be like boring. Like, you know, right, you're right. always in and your own space. Some crybabies, so you do need that <laughs> exactly. Like, balance, so you so. need that balance. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If both of us waffles, you know, you mm -hmm. we always in our own space, so we we're never gonna add up to like Tetris. You know what I'm saying? And if no, like you said, if both of us, now I'm not gonna say crybabies. I'm it's not gonna disrespect the ladies out there and say crybaby. You no, said no, it. I Kyrie said it, ladies and gentlemen. This person on this side I of the screen, she said it. Let me, let me make sure I'm pointing the right way. There she go, right there. That hurt that lady right there. She said it. Know exactly what I'm talking about. They know exactly what I'm talking about. Like we she can said it with ourselves because it's just like, uh, I'm frustrated and I'm mad and I'm crying and I can't even help these tears that are coming out sometimes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like. Ooh, definitely is that time of the month. Oh my gosh. You and just that's crying. what I'm you. You're yeah. crying because you saw a squirrel get hit on the side of the road. You know what I'm saying? So we are just naturally emotional beings. And some of us do tend to, you know, have to fall to tears more than others may have to. So those crybabies out there, they know, they know what I'm talking about. No shade. Yeah, yeah. No shade at all. That, and, that, and that's what I want you to answer before we go to mm -hmm. before we go to break. You know, as as a lady from your perspective, you know, we talked about three young ladies here. We talked about your kid. I want to make sure I said Shikari, 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 Shikari. We're talking about Simone, and we talked about uh, the young lady uh, with tennis. You know, three three ladies. You know, and just talk for yourself. And if you want to say it after break, you know, or generally speaking, I'm not saying for you to put your your business out there, but you know, how 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 do you with just a simple mental? We're not talking about anything major, depression or anything. Just you know, <clears throat> mental toughness, or uh, how do you handle things when when uh, there's challenges, when you may not really, really be feeling it today? Because what here's the thing. Here's here's why here's why I'm saying because if 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 you if you injured your arm, Kyrie, if you broke your arm, right, and your job or duty is to to type in, and you broke your arm, right, 
you're going to take what? The day off or you're going to um, go to the doctor. Of course, first you go to the doctor, get your arm. Then you're going to take the day off. Mm-hmm. Why is it that we, and this is the, the, the stereotype and this is the stigma with mental health, is why is it that when someone has is is in a mental breakdown or is not there mentally or emotionally, whatever the case may be, we tell them, hey, just tough it up, tough it up. So they got to come to work and they don't feel that they're not mentally there. But if they broke their arm, we say, oh, and we send cards, get well. We hope you feel better. So I want to hear your opinion on that as a young lady, how you have dealt with your, excuse me, your challenges, my, my lemonade is uh, is kicking in. Your challenges and, uh, um, as a young lady and mental toughness, the challenges as a young lady dealing with mental mm-hmm. toughness. You can answer now or before, uh, before one break. Like emotional intelligence. I am working on become a more emotional, intelligent adult just okay. so that I'm not making, I'm not responding to people out of emotion or mm-hmm. reacting to people out of emotions or making decisions based on emotion, but like yeah. based on like, you know, just facts and whatever the best interest for the people involved may be. Um, I actually, it's crazy because last night I actually just recently had a really emotional situation with my little sister. And, um, you know, like things may have been said in the moment, but after, you know, taking time to cool down, I'm able to be a lot more level-headed after the situation. I'm able to realize, okay, you know, I played this role in the situation. You played this role in the situation. And, it, and I'm able to like analyze, okay, this is what I should do going forward. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah. and the same applies to any situation. And, and what I should do going forward is take that um, that step back first so that I can't analyze the situation properly, um, so that I can't say what I want to say based on the situation itself and not based on what you said to me, you know, in the heat of the moment. So mm-hmm. I just think that I just, I, um, I would like to work on taking that step back to allow you to cool down, you know what I'm saying, before you actually respond to the situation. And also remembering to, like, to uh, respond for communication. You know, they always ask, often ask, like, why are you responding? Or And I'm like, um, well, I usually am talking or having a conversation because I want genuine communication, you know? Yeah. So um, just making sure that... Um, I don't know how I want to say this. I guess just making sure that whatever you're doing has a, a purpose and is, is and is being effective. You know what I'm saying? Like we yeah. should be going back and forth and it's just like not good communication. You know what I'm saying? So just yeah. making sure that I'm, and I, that's what I was saying to my friend last night. I'm a communicator. You know what I'm saying? So you can always communicate with me. Yeah. 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 I, I may not understand what you're saying right then and there, but I know I can go and cool off. And from a more level-headed perspective, understand what you're saying. Like, I'm a communicator at heart. I want to communicate. I'm like, no, we're not going to finish. Stop talking about this until we get to the bottom of it. Um, and I know that everyone, and another thing that I should know is everybody isn't that way. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. you may have to give people their own space and let them communicate in their own way. But as long as it's effective and it's and it's healthy, you know what I'm saying, then, then that's what it comes down to. So... Yeah, I'm definitely working on my mental health on a daily basis, too. I think that's another thing that helps is remembering that it's not just um, it do, it doesn't it, it starts before it gets to the the point of mental illness. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like mental illness is probably most times, if it's not genetic, a result of not taking care of your mental health leading to certain things, to dependency, for, to feel better. And then a lot of times that turns to addiction. Yeah. Or a mental a mental illness, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, um, so I'm definitely making sure that I make my mental health a priority every day. Um, on on a, on a small like momentary, is that moment? Yeah, momentary scale. Like, okay, mm-hmm. how am I feeling right now? How can I change that? Because some of the books that I'm reading, you know, they let you know that your emotions are controlled by your thoughts, and you essentially control your thoughts. We have about mm-hmm. seventy thousand plus thoughts that run through our head every day. But you can control the ones that are there 90% of the time. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. And how do you respond to negative thoughts or thoughts that you don't want to stay in your mind? Yeah. You know, you just immediately rebuke that thought and replace it with something better, which yeah, yeah, yeah. should have been there. So I'm just making sure that <clears throat> I keep my, my thoughts positive, my mind positive and stuff like that so that I can um, feel the same energy that I want to be projected, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, 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 it does. It does. It makes a lot of sense. 
makes a lot of sense. And um, after we come back from break, you know, I can share some, you know, some ways I've had to handle it, especially as a black man, mm-hmm. the, the challenges and so forth, because, um, you know, it, you know, I just want, I just want our listeners to know that we're all in this together. Mm-hmm. And yes, it's now in the limelight with, with our athletes, you know, from basketball, from uh, Olympics and tennis and so forth are saying, listen, you know, I'm suffering. You're not the only person out there suffering. I'm suffering too. I may be making zillions of dollars. I may be in the limelight. I may be top celebrity, top at my field, but I suffer mental health. Mm-hmm. And, and and we want to let people know, you know, before we go, uh, before we go to break, it's okay to say I'm not okay. Mm-hmm. You know, it's okay for you to say, you know, that I, I'm not okay. It's It's okay. And that's what our athletes are putting out there now in like, hey, mm-hmm. I'm not okay. I'm taking the day off today. Exactly. I'm not, not going to be used as your pawn for your entertainment. I'm not doing well. You know, and we'll talk more about that. How, you know, back in the days, people were told to tuck it in, you know, tuck it in. Don't show you. Don't let them see you sweat. You know what I'm saying? Just tuck it in, especially black people, Hispanic people and mm-hmm. so forth. Don't just tuck it in. So we'll talk more about that when we come mm-hmm. back from our um break this is the kdg x y and z podcast with Kyrie and denry <laughs> he has a better team yeah. than me <laughs> 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 but i've got a bit smile <laughs> we will that. be right back we'll be All right, right back. we'll be back with more of the kdg x y and z podcast with Kyrie and denry and we're back guys with our um what does it mean to be human episode um right before break we left off talking about um some of the athletes and um just the things that they have been going through in the limelight and how we can all kind of like relate to some of these things you know what i'm saying whether it's the things that you deal with when you're grieving, um, how you handle situations um, that are out of your control. Cause it's a mom bow situation that was kind of out of her control. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and then what do you do with those situations going forward? You know what I'm saying? The things that we lead on um, sometimes can lead to dependency. Are we making the healthiest decisions going forward? And um, yeah, you were going to tell us a little bit about how you felt about, you know, um, how how you're dealing with it on an everyday scale, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and, and, and as a man, you know, because sometimes you guys can be a little emotionally constipated. Sometimes. Yeah, yeah, we are, we are, we are constipating a lot of things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> LOL. <laughs> so uh before we uh uh talk about any more potty jokes, uh Kyrie, thank you. Uh yeah, we uh well, me personally, I can't speak for every um mm-hmm. I think generally speaking, a lot of men do not deal with emotions well. And here's what I'm saying. Ladies cry. And I'm just generally speaking, okay, to no offense to, because I know things have changed now. You can't say things generally no more. You can't just use even the term mother, woman, man, girl, because everything is changing now. You got to use a whole bunch of different pronouns. And, and that's okay. You know, life is about change. All right. Only thing that's consistent is God's love for us. All right, so um, get my thought there. What I was saying was, uh, as for me, mm-hmm. I don't normally d- you take care of my mental health well. Mm-hmm. Good, some of the good things that I do when I do them is go work out. I spend a day in the gym. Sometimes I'm there two hours. I lift the whole entire gym just mm-hmm. uh, and get away. I play mm-hmm. my music. I blast up loud. I don't like to work out at the house because, you know, sometimes there's stress at the house and it's not mm-hmm. just the family. Families, are, mm-hmm. the word stress, folks, just want people to understand the words. We have stress every day. Mm-hmm. Everything is stress. When you eat, put stress to your body. Life is stress. It's, it's stress management. That's mm-hmm. the problem. We yeah. don't manage stress right. And so that's why people become stressed out. Mm-hmm. So everything in life, ever since sin entered into this world, and I'm not being biblical. I'm just telling you the truth. What is it? Right. Is, right? Um, stress has entered the world. 
and mm-hmm. it's how we manage that stress mm-hmm. and mismanagement of stress causes us to be stressed out or burned out. Mm-hmm. So what I do when I, I'm on good, when I'm doing good is go to the gym or go play golf. I pick my pick up golf again or go take out my, my kids and we go outside and we just go play. Notice, you know, all of those, my mind is not, you know, into it. Or once in a while, very once in a while, I'll write mm. or do some video editing, something that is just like fun. Yeah. You know, podcasting. Mm-hmm. I do the podcast. This is why we have, this is why I would do this, my second podcast here. Mm-hmm. You know, so I can just, you know, get an opportunity to talk, mm-hmm. <laughs> to be heard. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> To feel important <laughs> to mm-hmm. somebody, you know, to the thousands and thousands of people who listen to the Kyrie and Denry Bridging the Gap podcast. Thank you for listening to us out, listeners out there. So that's how I deal with it in mm-hmm. a good way. How I deal in the bad way, sometimes I overeat, mm. oversleep. Mm. You know, sometimes I binge watch movies, TV mm-hmm. You know, Netflix and oh my goodness, Hulu. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Shout out to y'all. Y'all should give us, they should start paying us, Kyrie, for the amount of times that when I binge watch them. It's just like, I, get it. I used to come home, get off work at 11 o'clock, and I would be up till 6, 7 a.m. Yeah. watching the sun come up because I could not pull away from my yeah. show. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I that's how, that's how, uh, generally speaking, a lot of men deal with it, you know, mm-hmm. if they're married, you know, some just the sex. That's why I said yeah. compartmentalized. Whereas women, you know, they, it's tied into the emotions. So mm-hmm. I don't feel like having sex tonight. Men are like, look, I need to have it to relieve my mind, you know, right. shower, take a good shower, some, you know, just take a good shower. You know, find something different, something healthy. That's what I'm just suggesting to you. All. Right. Find something, whether you're man or lady, a healthy environment to mm-hmm. relieve yourself of stress. Mm-hmm. To to get get back on get back yourself the pieces of your life together to right. get some peace. find healthy ways to do that. And I think one thing that stood out to me as you were talking is the first step. And this, I mean, honestly, really goes back to anything. But the first step is to even acknowledge um, what are those triggers that may be leading to bad habits. You know what yeah. I'm saying? That that'll cause those mental illnesses later on down the line, or just um, I don't want to keep saying mental illnesses because that's like more on the extreme end. But even before we get down on that end of the spectrum, like the depression, yeah. the anxiety, um, I know uh, I cause some people to not be able to sleep. I don't know if that's insomnia, but, you know, just all those different side yeah. effects that are now eating your body alive. Literally, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, he- the, uh, the health side effects, you know what I'm saying? The mm-hmm. way stress eats away at your organs. So I think the first yeah. step would be. Um, kind of self-awareness and acknowledging, okay, this is who I am as a person. These are the things that I'm dealing with. So yeah. how can I make sure that I'm happy with my outcome at the end of the day? And and that'll also lead to you making sure that you make healthy decisions with how you lead with the things that you are dealing with. Um, and uh, something just going back um, after talking about the athletes and the Olympics and everything. Um, I know we did kind of just briefly talk about how there were some trends in the Olympics this year as well. And um, that kind of brought like a little bit of confusion with um, if they were born a man, you know, they may naturally be stronger than women. And, you know, that's kind of its own episode in itself. But I just kind of wanted to um, bring to our attention, you know, everything with the um, LGBT community and the Binary gender neutral pronouns that's coming about. Um, one artist that I'm pretty fond of, Demi Lovato, she was talking about that as well. Now she is non binary, so she refers to herself as them and they. And I know that that can be a little bit confusing, but at the end of the day, you know, when we do have these people in our communities, in the workplace, in our families, and in our friend circles, I feel like it's important to just make at the end of the day because. Uh, definitely being black and being a part of a minority group, my these topics can be, and I know how it can affect uh, their mental health on a, on an everyday basis. So um, I just wanted to bring that to our attention um, because I know that that's that's pretty new, and a lot of people don't understand. Like I myself, I don't fully understand it, but I can at least just um, get to a common ground and understand. You know, like. Okay, just keep it neutral. You know, it's not a he or she yeah. thing. Just keep it, keep it neutral. How do you feel about that? 
Well, yeah, I didn't know we was going to start <laughs> jumping into that today, but I definitely, definitely um, see referring to mental health, you know, the stress on that. Mm -hmm. um, you think about it, even for um, the transgender athletes themselves, their identity, um, the challenges, even for the, you know, other athletes, you know, okay, you know, this person is now um we have to respect this person's identity and who this person is um i'm not comfortable i may not be comfortable i may be okay you know so i mean it's the things are changing and the the honest beautiful thing about uh you your young your generation and um the younger generation uh is that uh people are being more open now you know, whereas older yeah. generations, yeah. Um, it was like, shh, yes. you know, anything from mental health, from your sexuality, mm -hmm. from addictions, shh. It was yes. about it was about showing face, you mm -hmm. know, uh, how we look, you know, uh, let's let's just, you know, don't let them see you sweat. As I mentioned before, never right. let them see you sweat. You know, now it's like people are like, listen. This is who I am. I'm still trying to figure out who I am, but I'm just going to let yeah. everybody know this is what I'm at right now. So right. today I might be this and tomorrow I might be that. You know what right. I'm saying? Um, I have mental health issues. Don't bother me today. You know, maybe I can take a call tomorrow. So, you know, it's more now people are more open now. Right. And, and it's a beautiful thing. And I mean, it has both sides, you know, because some people could just use that as the, the reason to get out of anything now. You yeah. know, but then there are really people who have these real issues, real matters, and we do not want to downplay that. Right. You know, you know I, I think well, I, so I that's, that's my point on that. And Kyrie and I would love to hear some feedback from you, comments, questions, and even suggestions for future shows. Email us at kdgenxyz at gmail.com. That's kdgenxyz at gmail.com. We look forward to hearing from you. I think uh, one of the, the other things is, is just, you know, I mean, this COVID thing. This COVID yeah. has caused new mental health. I think I mentioned it. Yes, I agree. Yeah. New yeah. health issues. Yes. Yeah. Um, it's so crazy because I literally remember the conversation I was having with someone who I would consider closer to me than others. Um, I have been a victim of vaccine shaming. Mm. And I'm just like super probably still a little bit hurt about it because there is so much confusion surrounding this um this pandemic, you know what I'm saying? And, yeah. you know, some people, I don't even want to get into whether it may be propaganda or not. That's a whole nother episode and can of worms right there. However, um, you know, like when it comes to everything in real life, period, I just wasn't expecting people to be so judgmental. But then mm. when you have the president coming out with a whole speech about how, well, what was the quote? I just, I just read it. We have a pandemic for those who haven't gotten the vaccination. It's that basic and that simple. Yeah. So only the non-vaccinated are in a pandemic, even though there are <laughs> vaccine-resistant strains. Yeah, that none of that make makes sense to me, and I just think it's important to you know you may have whatever views on the disease and the vaccine and everything else around COVID nineteen, but like I definitely. I wasn't expecting people to be so judgmental about it, but you know that's just because of how the media is portraying it. So yeah, I mean, for you know, you got to look in. I tried one of the things I tried to do, um, so I don't seem judgmental. Is try to look into the eyes of all parties. You know, um, all three sides. You know, what I'm saying uh, if I'm in a conversation, there's an argument. I tried to see, okay, what's going on here? You know, from their perspective, hey. Um, this is just me. Mm -hmm. I can't speak for them, but just trying to see from the eyes, you know, you are the leader of the free world, whatever the case may be. And this crisis or this pandemic has taken what 800,000 lives and counting. And you're like, listen, man, let's get this vaccine. It's out. It's been tested, quote unquote tested. Okay. Quote mm -hmm. and quote tested, mm -hmm. you know, and, um, Let's 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 take it. Take it. If you are American, take it. 
And so if you not if you don't take it, then there's go. That, that's 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 what I don't like. I don't like that even Trump was doing that. Oh, it's un-American for you. you know, like one thing about America is freedom. Exactly. It's always been a freedom. You know, exactly. like I have the freedom to speak. I have the freedom mm-hmm. to to religion. I can I can disagree and agree. You know what I'm saying? That does not right. make me un-American right. just because I don't support your agenda. You know what right. I'm saying? That's probably one of the few things about this country that I can agree with. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And so with the vaccine shaming thing, and then you have the other side. The other, the other side now. Like those of you taking the vaccine, you have some people say it's the mark of the beast. Some people say you're putting a, a chip in your body, you're better magnetic, you're, you're guinea pig. And so some people are shaming people who taking vaccine. Get the vaccine, yeah. And so then then people who take the vaccines are shaming people who don't take the vaccine. So once again, America's divided. Mm-hmm. America's divided. You know, definitely, definitely. Fast forward, I mean, rewind what last year, the year before, it was with the police brutality. You know, some people say, hey. Let's love the cops, even if All they lives matter and black yeah, lives. Yeah, let's love the cops, even if they bust us in the head, you know. And then some mm-hmm. people said, "No." I mean, <laughs> no, yeah, we had we had America divided all through Trump's presidency. Yeah, exactly. So, so once again, we got part two of America divided, but this now now it's vaccine shaming. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. it's vaccine shaming, and that's causing mental issues. Think about it too. You know, you have your your common teenager who's trying to get back into sports and school and whatever. Their parents are saying, hey, we're not going to take the vaccine. But the school is saying, "Okay, I just saw a tweet today. California is the uh, first state to make it mandatory for teachers and staff to take. uh, This is from uh, CNN. um, So you can check the source uh, to take uh, the vaccine or regular schedule uh tests so they have to either do one or two so for teachers and staff going back to school they have to take that vaccine mandatory or regular uh 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 tests regular tests my uncle works for the um school system in georgia and he did have to take the vaccine earlier this year so yeah yeah um it's crazy and even my little brother he was playing football and my mom decided that she wasn't gonna let him play this year because dude yeah and and it was unfortunate for me too because i was excited to go back to the games and football season you know what i'm saying but i totally understand because it's not worth the risk one of the other boys on on the team his mom was telling my mom he plays the boy plays track track as well and she was saying how by the end of the track meet in I believe they were in Florida. I'm not 100% sure. But wherever the track meet was, by the end of the meet that weekend, over a 1,000 uh, kids had come up with the with the virus, had tested positive for the virus. And, you know, because there is so much uncertainty and so many things to be unsure about, I can definitely see why my mom is just like, I'd rather be safe than sorry. Yeah. It's not that, you know, worth it for me to, for me to have you play football. Definitely yeah, because... Um, because the virus took a gap last year, yeah. so they didn't play. A lot of the teams are like link, linking up all in the same field and all under the same like recreation center or whatever. So it's packed. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like it's already yeah. a close contact sport, but it's yeah. it's packed. Like you're gonna be shoulder to shoulder at the um at the bleachers and everything like that. And one thing that I did like that Corona brought to like real life is just the. Uh, extra sense of washing hands and cleanliness. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> Which we should have been doing a long time ago, right? Doing already. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Like businesses and things like that should have already been taking those extra precautions to keep things clean and wiped down. And people should already be making sure that they don't sneeze into the air. Cause hello, yeah, like yeah. we're out here. So um, yeah, it's a, it's a lot. It's a, it's a lot that goes on with this vaccine like it's it's yeah. really real life after corona like you know what i'm saying it's, it's, it's gonna re- get ready to read books you probably i don't know if you can invest in psychology you know financially you know that's a stock or whatever i'm not sure but there's going to be some post-traumatic stress disorder from um um this coronavirus mm-hmm. there is going to there's going to I mean, you're talking about from children from adults yeah. from people now there are people now that just don't feel safe you already have people who have paranoia mm-hmm. already and then social paranoias and so forth and there's, there's people that don't like to be around people there's germophobic people so mm-hmm. now this is just 10 times 10,000 times enhanced that yeah, and even with with some places reopening and then you're hearing 
oh, there's new strands. There's the Delta. There's the Gamma. There's the Lama. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, yo, there's people like, yo, I'm shutting mm-hmm. myself from the world. Right. Have people yeah. who aren't seeing their family. Yeah. I was talking to um, someone. By the way, guys, I just wanted to you know Kyrie loves to cut me off. You know, it's just some something about them them um, younger millennials. They just love cutting. You know, I don't, I don't know why. You know. <laughs> I feel like, you know what I'm saying, you're coming to the end of your point, and I'm just, you know, piggybacking off what you were saying. No, I no. I don't even remember what my point was. So you go ahead. I'm messing with you, girl. Go I literally, I don't, I don't even know what I was about to say. <laughs> I don't know. Now don't cut people off, then. <laughs> if you don't know what you're going to say, I'm messing with her. As you guys go on, you will definitely find that he he is the talker. I, I can't even... I'm here for the eye candy. Kyrie's the uh, is the intelligence. I'm just the beauty. I'm just the beauty. Kyrie's the intelligence. (laughs) (laughs) But Um, but what I was saying, what I was saying was just it's you know you are gonna have children, adults who they say fast forward ten years from now. Are going to be dealing with this these disorders. You have mm-hmm. people still struggling from nine eleven, mm-hmm. who were in the building, uh, who escaped, who had to survive with family members, and people mm-hmm. who at home were watching it. Mm-hmm. There are people who still see Muslim people as a threat, or someone who looks different that looks like they're Arabian or something like that mm-hmm. as a threat just because the of nine eleven. Still. And I say we as a society will look at, you know, the that uh, the Muslim or the Arabics and be like, uh oh, you know, he might have a bomb, even if we're just making a joke. You know what I'm saying? Like, exactly. And that may have affected some of their mental health for the ones that live here in America. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like now they have to be like, oh, snap, are they judging me? You know what I'm saying? Are they making yep. jokes? Because it's the stereotype that, that yeah. surrounds them because of that virus, not the virus, because of that incident. Yeah, and um, then too, you, you we're, telling, we're forgetting another demographics: people who have had COVID. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Their fear now. Some mm-hmm. some for some people, when they went through it, even though they survived, it was brutal. Yeah. Some people was like a, a common went, cold. Some people, you know, were able to be asymptomatic, but some people went went through it. Yeah. So and then yeah. think and then think about it: like if you were in the group, or you were with a group of people of ten people, right? Mm-hmm. And you were the one who was the the super spreader, and you didn't know you had COVID, but three of those people end up dying. Mm-hmm. That guilt that you're gonna have to deal with now, mm-hmm. like yo, we were just getting together. Hey, we didn't know, you know, I didn't know I had COVID, and now right. something such as you know what I'm saying. And mm-hmm. so going back to the vaccine, it's like that's the challenge. It's like, well, should I take the vaccine? But I'm not sure. The FDA didn't approve it, and so right. forth. So it's like. That man, I'm telling you, Kyrie, get ready. I don't know if there's any way to p- put money on psychology, the studies that's gonna be the the what's it, whatever. I don't know how, but just get ready to know that there is gonna be a post-traumatic stress disorder specifically related to post-COVID. Yeah, you know? I, I totally, I totally see what you're saying. Definitely with this this wave that we're in, yeah. you know, right now. My mom, we were planning to go to Florida soon, and my mom was just saying, well, let's keep an eye out on the numbers because, you know, Florida is like the first place, uh, one of the first places to start having those cases yeah. start spiking because yeah, it's so yeah, touristy. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. crazy. Life after COVID, man. Somebody might need to make a docu-series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe you need to do it, girl. Go ahead and do it, man. Stop playing around. Don't wait maybe for somebody else to maybe do that's it. Us. Maybe we'll get into the documentary, but our documentary world, too. But, um, yeah, life, life after <laughs> COVID is crazy. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. I have that conversation with my coworkers all the time because you know, like us being in a workplace, you know, with that possible exposure all the time, we're always just like saying like what we would do, and just making sure we keep our masks and gloves on, just because yeah. you know what I'm saying. We are in that public environment. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know the yeah. the thing, families, families. You know who haven't seen each other for a while. And oh yeah, then, yeah. That's what you, I was yeah. gonna say. I think. Someone in my you know, business mother, had yeah. stopped the. Uh, they, she would see her dad. She lives here in Atlanta, and her parents live in Macon, and she hasn't even seen her parents in months. You know, yeah. and they're so not that far apart. Like Macon, Atlanta is about an hour, hour thirty, and yeah. people aren't seeing each other because of this because they're scared and they just don't want that possibility of you know giving it to someone. Definitely, if in that they're in that high risk zone for contracting yeah. the virus. So that's that's unfortunate. Yeah, and then people who didn't get to see their loved ones, like if your grandmother 
was in um um say um you know um arizona you know and mm -hmm. you're in new york doing the whole lockdown and unfortunately she passed for whatever reason just natural causes mm -hmm. you know people will be like man i didn't get to see it you know it's 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 gonna be rough i'm just letting you know yeah. it's gonna be rough you know what i'm saying but but here's some hope you know here's some hope we're gonna get through people you know one thing those of you believers in god um you know a higher power a creator you know what i'm saying um specifically christians and uh people who just are children of god you know mm -hmm. we know that these things are just part of things leading up to the return of jesus christ you know what i'm saying and so you know we have our hope we know that this is this he said these things gonna happen mm -hmm. but we know that hey you know uh death is temporary you know and uh we can't live in fear Especially mm -hmm. if you believe in believe in God, those of you who don't believe in God, I don't want to discredit you. I just encourage you to go and seek counseling, uh, yeah. peer groups. There's support groups. There's therapists. You know, counselors. Um, yeah, you might want to go talk to your family members. You could talk to them about some things, but remember, they're going through the same pain you're going through, and they're not experts at you know counseling. So right. I just advise you to go to counsel, go seek counseling. I seek mm -hmm. counsel myself. You know, so go go see counsel, whatever you're going through, whether it's your agenda, your agenda, whether there's COVID, whether some uh, mental illnesses you have, uh, you have from traumas or whatever, or you just need someone to talk to. Sometimes, right. Kyrie, it's not necessary that you have a mental illness. Mm -hmm. You're just going through some things and you mm -hmm. just need someone to just listen to you mm -hmm. so you can just, you know, put things together in your life, put the puzzles together, pieces of the mm -hmm. puzzles together in your life. A lot of the times I, I need that um, listening ear and I can kind of process things on my own. You know, like as I was saying, um, I think I was saying this earlier, uh, me and my sister had gotten into a little argument and as I was venting to a family member about the situation, I was able to kind of literally process the whole thing and see the role that I played in the argument and how I would wish I would have handled it. And, you know, what I'm saying where exactly that moment changed that I could have, you know, what I'm saying, like prevented the situation from escalating. Yeah. So sometimes yeah. you do just need that listening ear and you're able to just, OK, replay back the situation and reanalyze. So sometimes I don't even like necessarily need any advice. I just needed you to, to listen and yeah, yeah. um ca calm me down after the moment so that i can process things more more yeah, rationally yeah. and you have also encouraged me to look into um talking with an expert about these certain things because as i am you know getting into my adulthood and wanting to be more mature in my better self or my best self i'm learning that okay when i get into certain situations i'm realizing this about myself and and that may be a cause from xyz yeah, um, yeah. So it may even help or it may speed up that process to have someone help me do those things. Or once you realize something about yourself, like, what do you do going forward? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Maybe finding solutions or finding things that help or different things that you lean on for your uh, mental health. Like we were talking about earlier, writing. That's something that I'm going to pick up more on the side. Mm -hmm. And um, I feel like kind of just answering that question for ourselves really helps on yeah, that yeah. like okay let me let me start to work on my mental health what does it mean to be human you know what i'm saying so that we yeah, all yeah. kind of like as a community and as a whole we can at least have some kind of common ground you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. so whether there's an agreement or a disagreement or an argument or um just two different sides of a situation we can at least respect each other you know what i'm saying yeah, i feel yeah. like that's what it means to be human is to respect uh it's a, it's a level of respect that you have for the people in your society the people in your community people in your family like it's a level of respect i feel like that's what it means um to be human and, and for me in my definition that's what separates something from being um like good and inhumane you know what i'm yeah, saying yeah. it's the respect uh that may or may not be there yeah um, and that's why you know it when when um you can, if you know even though it maybe seem like it the the worst example I guess I can give, you know, if you kill somebody, which I hope you don't. <laughs> I really hope you don't. You know, if someone, if, <laughs> if someone uh, takes a gun and shoots someone, um, compared to someone takes a knife and stabs someone, do you know they give you more time for stabbing because they consider it as a um, 
crime of passion, crime of passion, Mm -hmm. especially, you know, if they've shown victims who have been stabbed uh, multiple times and sometimes it's like up to like 70 something times. And that anger is definitely coming from within. Exactly. Compared Mm -hmm. to somebody just pulling the trigger and maybe shot you one time and you die. It could be an accident. It could be self-defense or just straight murder, you know, but when somebody is like, you know what I'm saying? Especially, and you've seen that in like a lot of domestic violence situation mm-hmm. where the spouse has been abused and, and a lot of times it's a female not negating males that are abused. Um, but the f- spouses who's been abused is fed up and finally had it and then, you know, tried to get help and no one was listening. And then in the moment of self-defense, that passion. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so people look at it like, man, that's so inhumane, you know, like, mm-hmm. you're like you didn't have no respect for the person's body. But but going back to what you're saying, the whole mental breakdown, this person was like, yeah, you know, probably was like, yo, you didn't have any respect for my body when I when you were alive. Mm-hmm. The way you treated me, you treated me like a like I was less than a dog mm-hmm. and stuff like that, you know, kicking me, yeah. you know, so so it, it ties into that whole respect you know what does it mean to be human it means human like you said Kyra, I, lo- I love that i love that for me being human i guess i definitely have to agree with what you're saying i guess i have to agree with you on this one being human is is respecting and accepting respected and accepted mm, that's and a real, big i might not yeah. be on that acceptance yet because i can't i can't yeah. agree to disagree but i yeah. might not accept it <laughs> yeah 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 accepting your decision yeah, yeah. I might disagree with it, but I still accept you for who you are. Okay, that that's what you have chosen to do, but I'm not going to treat you ill now. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I may not a- approve of homosexual marriages or relationship, whatever, but does that mean that I ill treat you? That Does that mean that if when you come in my presence, I got to make up my face? When Does mm-hmm. that mean that, you know, I, I, I look at your, you as a scum of the earth? No, no. I treat you with the love, the respect, and I've accepted you for your decision, mm-hmm. right? I may not agree with your decision. You know what I'm saying? Uh, does that, does, you know you see what I'm saying? So I'm, right, I'm but just, you I'm, can accept that that's the decision that they've that made. They made. That's mm-hmm. what you have made. You know what I'm saying? So I still treat you like I would treat, I would want to be treated. That's my mm-hmm. golden rule. You know, that's the biblical golden rule. Too. It, I, literally, it still stands to this day. Literally. Yeah. Treat people the way you want to be treated. Mm-hmm. You know that what I'm saying? Everything like racism, yeah. racism discrimination in the workplace, like mental health. Just make that in the con- put that in the constitution. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Matter of fact, that should be the only thing in the constitution. Right. Literally, because what else are you talking about in here? Like what? Yeah. If you li- listen, if, the, if that's all what the constitution was about, trust me. <laughs> I'm gonna call, call Biden. I'm gonna let him know next Things time. Things will be better. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, sexism, treat, you know, respect. And that's one of the reasons why we're doing this podcast to our listeners, you know, the mm-hmm. KD XYG uh, podcast group. You know, we listen, uh, we're trying to bridge the gap because right. we know that the different generations don't agree. Right. We haven't been seen eye to eye. You know, the baby boomers, the busters, the um, generation X's, the millennials, the uh, generation Z, and then this alpha generation coming mm-hmm. up, you know. We don't see eye to eye. Everybody right. think their generation is the best. Mm-hmm. And so this is why Kyrie and I are doing this to bridge the gap, to bring right. the generations together. together. To say, hey, you can disagree. Mm-hmm. It's okay to disagree, but we what? Treat each other with what res- respect. respect. Treat you know? each other equal. And right. accept the person's decision. That's mm-hmm. your, You have the right, God-given right, to say, I don't want to go that way. I don't mm-hmm. agree with you. But you know what? I'm still going to treat you with love and respect. And a lot of the times, I feel like it comes down to um, us getting educated. You know what I'm saying? A lot of times we have negative viewpoints on something that we aren't educated about. You know what I'm saying? So that dislike may come from our own ignorance sometimes. And also, um, like you said, just going back to why we're doing this podcast anyways, it's just like level the playing field so that we all know we both had 1130 alarms. So that we all know that, um, you know what I'm saying? Like at the end of the day, your generation may view something because of the things that were going on in society that time, you know, and that, yeah. that kind of goes into that like nature versus nurture thing as to how the generations think and how they move and 
we move like this because of who was raising us and stuff like that. So yeah. just allowing um, everyone to understand, get educated, you know what I'm saying? And then just being able to talk about it. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. sometimes understanding someone's viewpoint may help you to, you know, have a better outlook on something. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, that's all yeah. the point of this conversation is about. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yes, yeah, we're yeah. talking, but we also want to make sure that we're educating and um, bring bringing um, a meaningfulness to things that yeah. you know may yeah, not yeah. be there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Thea, thanks, thanks, Kyrie. You did good for your first, uh, your first uh, complete uh, uh, show. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. We have been doing this. I didn't, have to, I didn't have to lead you the whole way this time. <laughs> First of all, y'all, he's been doing this. Okay. <laughs> and this little platform was so cool. I can't wait to drop this episode. <laughs> so we thank y'all so much for uh, tuning into the Kyrie and Denry Bridging the Gap. Yes, definitely know. looking out for y'all's feedback from this episode, too. I want to hear how y'all define mental health. I want to hear, you know, some of the things you may be struggling with. We may yeah. be able to, you know. Um, have some of our listeners on so that we can really just, you know, get to the nitty gritty of this conversation because I really do want you guys to like understand how our mental health is a daily, everyday, like moment to moment thing. You know what I'm saying? Like every time something upsets you or, or like any little emotion affects your mental health, period. You exactly. know what I'm saying? And I just want everyone to understand that. And then I feel like if we begin to understand our own mental health, we can, you know, saying begin to help other people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, as Kyrie's saying, like, you know, be patient. If you want people to be patient with with you, you really need to be patient with them. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, um, so I'm putting up putting it out here for for you all. If you if you want to contact us, give us some feedback, give us some your input. You know, with your thoughts on mental health. You're waiting. Yeah. I'm waiting, literally. I'm waiting to hear from you guys. Yeah, yeah. Kyrie's going to answer the email. I have enough emails to answer. Kyrie's this is going to answer those emails, okay? I got better <laughs> things to do than answer y'all email. <laughs> He's just playing, y'all. He want to hear from y'all. He's just playing. You see the email there. So if you want to reach out yes. to us, some opinions, some views, what do you like? The show, and you don't like the show, right, like I said. Know, hey, we gotta respect and accept, right, Kyrie? You know, I might not like how you said it, but I'm gonna take that. <laughs> I'm gonna take that critique, and yeah, I'm gonna yeah. make you feel better. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And say it with love, please. Say it with love, okay? Yeah, yeah, please be nice. You we know don't want saying? we don't want Kyrie to be like, you know what? I'll never do podcasts again. I can't say like there'd be like a thousand. We love your show, and one person be like, I can't stand you. No, but I'm sure if, there, if it's something that they didn't like, I'm sure it was you anyway. So you, you know what I'm saying? Don't don't be offended. No, I'm just kidding. But KDGENXYZ. So KDGEN. XYZ at gmail.com. That's also our Instagram as well. So check us out on Instagram. I'm going to be dropping a snippet soon for this yeah. episode. So that's KDGNXYZ at Gmail and KDGNXYZ on Instagram. Check us cool. out. Follow cool. us. We will follow you back. And um, yeah, let's engage, you guys. Thanks so much for checking out our episode. Yeah, thanks for rocking with us. And we will see you all next time. Next time. Next Peace. Week. Thank you.